You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, it's time for another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 45. Well, the Democratic Party's uh, convention came to a close. And shocker, Hillary Clinton accepted the nomination for the candidate for president of their party. Yes, yes, she did. She came in and promised to change all the nasty things that's been going on. Yes, she's going to do this after 30 years uh, in the uh, political biz. Uh, She's finally going to get around to doing what's right. Yes, and uh, she'll do so by continuing the Obama legacy. I don't understand how she's going to change by keeping things the same. You're almost there, Red. This is absurd. She gave a very bright and cheerful speech in stark contrast to the dark, dingy, dirty words and visions of one Donald Trump. Yes, yes, more hope and change. Uh, I don't know what the change will exactly be since she will be promising to continue the established legacy of the current president, but uh, we can be guaranteed to be filled with hope. Yes, a future hoping, hoping, still hoping. Yes, that's what we can expect from the presidency of Hillary Clinton. This is the president who saved us from one of the worst recessions in the history of recessions. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yes, at press time, the U.S. GDP has grown to a weak 1.2% in the second quarter. I'm afraid Obama's going to go down as one of those presidents. Oh, wait, the only one who's never achieved uh, at least 3% growth rate. But, um, uh, um, well, apparently he gave a great speech. That's what I heard. It was! It was the greatest thing ever! Uh. Yeah, I know, Brian Williams, being completely objective, of course, and uh, I'm sure not spinning a tail, said we may not see anything like this again. Yeah, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and we were all going to live in regret that we weren't actually there, those of us who weren't. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, so it's over, and uh, now uh, the show's on, because the next big part of this uh, election year will be the debates, and uh, <laughs> you got to admit, that's that should be fun. Oh, well, yes, with Donald Trump coming in there with his orangeness, probably going to fart in the microphone. Well, anything be better than listen to that, 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 that goddamn Martian talk that, that Hillary does? <laughs> Martian talk? Oh, yeah, he's talking about from the Mars Attacks movie, you know. I mean, uh, I gotta say that's pretty accurate, because her voice really does come close to the uh, melodious tones of fingernails on the chalkboard. I'm just not gonna sit here and take any more of this misogyny. Uh, I think it's time we got into my hero of the week. Oh, oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yes, and of course my hero played a pivotal part in this week's Democratic Convention. 
You know, we had a lot of problems there with some of these banners who just wouldn't let get go of the ghost. I mean, he'd really give it up already. I mean, even Bernie had. Yeah, boy, he sold out. Yeah, this is my moment. Now, Bernie, of course, endorsed Hillary Clinton. It was time to move on. The primary's over. Hillary was the nominee. It was time to accept it, but quite a few didn't. Until finally, one, Sarah Silverman put things right. Oh, yeah, she put them in their place. She went up there to the mic in all her glory and told them they're being ridiculous. And of course they were. And I'm quite sure sensible minds among that group will stand to reason and understand that what she said was true. And any others who don't should hang their heads in shame. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of socialists just love being lorded over by some millionaire comedian actress. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I guess that was it for poor Bernie. But he uh, apparently gets a uh, private jet out of the thing. But he apparently gets a uh, a plane out of the deal. Yeah, he gets a jet. Boy, he sold out like a goddamn twenty dollar whore. Oh my god! Well, he didn't. He just he just did. All they had to do was offer him a few little perks, and Hillary had him eating out of her hand like a hungry puppy. Yeah, it's a uh, sad well, thing to see someone who doesn't stand on principle. Unlike Ted Cruz. What? Oh hell no! Lying Ted! Lying Ted! That's what he is. God damn, he went in there and refused to endorse Donald Trump after he invited him there. Well, that little penguin-looking piece of shit. God damn, I don't want to ever hear about him again. Yeah, well, we probably will, though. I can't believe it. I suddenly find myself agreeing with Red. Yeah, okay, that's great. Look, this is all interrupted by Bobbitt, and I didn't really get into the point that was pure and necessary about just how brave and heroic Sarah Silverman was. And I can go into great detail upon the power and femininity of such a strong woman that should be quite the role model for girls and even boys today. Yes, that's quite right. You see, the truth about Sarah Silverman's appeal is simply... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Church organist busted in glory hole gambit. A church organist is facing an indecent exposure charge after he allegedly shoved his penis through a bathroom divider wall and waited for a response from the man occupying the adjacent stall. According to cops, a worker operating a street sweeper on July 12th stopped to use the restroom at a small park in Brooksville, a Tampa suburb. While in a stall, the man told police a man entered the restroom and went into the adjoining stall. In short order, cops say, the victim was confronted with the private parts of Jerry Childress, 75, who shoved his penis through the divider wall and waited. The agitated victim subsequently confronted Childress, who promptly exited the restroom and fled the scene on foot. Though cops responding to a 911 call were unable to locate the suspect, the victim, who returned to working in the vicinity of the park, subsequently spotted Childress exiting a wooded area. When Childress got into his car and drove away, the victim began following him, apparently while behind the wheel of a street sweeper. After tailing Childress to the Faith Evangelical Presbyterian Church, the victim called cops. During police questioning, 
Childress reportedly admitted the entire incident. He was arrested last week for indecent exposure and released from custody on $1,000 bond. Childress is scheduled for an August 10 court hearing. Childress has been the Faith Evangelical Presbyterian Church's organist for the past decade. On his LinkedIn page, Childress notes that, I am the principal organist for the church, which is a paid position, but I do it because of my love of playing organ music and giving my gift back to God. While the church has deleted Childress's photo and a short biography from its website, a cached version remains online. The musician leads worship on Sunday morning, and the bio notes his prelude pieces mark the service with dignity and splendor as the gathering worshipers prepare their hearts for corporate praise. Elsewhere, naked Missouri couple rode stolen lawnmower in broad daylight. A couple is facing felony charges after they were spotted riding a stolen lawnmower in the nude at 8.30 a.m. on a Missouri road. According to her court filing, Tanya Hopper, 40, and Larry Webster, 55, were busted last Tuesday following the bizarre incident near the city of Joplin. Responding to a 911 call about a naked man driving an orange lawnmower with a nude woman in his lap, Jasper County Sheriff's Office deputies encountered Hopper and Webster in front of a friend's residence. The riding lawnmower was parked outside the home. During questioning, Hopper and Webster admitted to the naked mower ride. The suspects claimed that they had been skinny dipping at nearby Turkey Creek when their clothes were stolen by a man who emerged from the adjacent woods. Instead of walking home nude, the duo said they opted to drive away on a mower they claimed to have found in the woods. Since Hopper and Webster did not own the lawnmower in question, a $5,000 Kubota zero-turn radius model they were collared for felony stealing. The owner of the lawnmower told cops that it was on his property, not abandoned in the woods. Hopper and Webster were each released from custody on $500 bond. No reports yet if they offered to clean the seat of said lawnmower. Meanwhile, back in Florida, beer-stealing Donald Trump fan has something to say about that fucking wall. Santiago Thomas Parker, a 58-year-old Floridian, walked out of a Vero Beach grocery store with a stolen four-pack of naturalized beer with a message for the Hispanic customers inside the market. Donald Trump is going to build that fucking wall and kick all of you motherfuckers out of here, said Parker, who was born in Germany. Parker's bellowing, cops noted, made the Hispanic customers uncomfortable so much so that they left the store. When store manager Sharif Henson, who is of Arab descent, asked Parker to leave the business, he replied, Fuck you, Muslim bitch! Parker was subsequently collared by a sheriff's deputy for swiping the natty ice, valued at $7.71. Before being arrested for shoplifting and disorderly intoxication, Parker made sure to continue yelling and screaming racial slurs at Hansen and customers leaving the grocery. This proves once again that the scourge of Natty Ice continues to plague society. And then there's this, and you can file this and the unexpected files of that, which no one could see coming. Transgender woman takes pictures of actual women in Target store. A man who says he identifies as a woman, 
was arrested in Idaho on one count of felony voyeurism for taking pictures of a woman in a Target dressing room. Idaho Falls resident Sean P. Smith, 43, who also goes by the name Shauna Patricia Smith, was arrested Tuesday for allegedly taking a series of photos of a woman while she was changing in a Target in Amon, Idaho. The Post Register reports that Smith is currently in custody in Bonville County Jail, listed under his real name, Sean Smith. The alleged victim told authorities that she noticed Smith reaching over the wall of the dressing room and taking photos with a cell phone while she was trying on clothes. The victim confronted Smith, who then fled the store. After reviewing security footage, detectives were able to track down Smith, who was then booked into jail Tuesday and charged with felony voyeurism, which could result in up to five years in prison. The sheriff's release explained that detectives are now investigating to see if Smith had taken photos of any other victims. In April, Target proudly announced that in solidarity with the transgender movement, it was opening all of its women's bathrooms and facilities to men, and vice versa. The LGBT community cheered Target for the move. Over the next few weeks, hundreds of thousands signed a petition to boycott the store, and Target's stock dropped off steeply. In response to the growing backlash, Target CEO Brian Cornell made the rounds on media outlets to assure customers that, despite allowing grown men to simply walk into women's restrooms and changing rooms, his company still prioritized customer safety and privacy. While he stood by their transgender policy, Cornell also announced that Target would add family facilities as a compromise measure. The Target boycott petition launched by the American Family Association currently has over 1.3 million signatures. The AFA petition puts Target's policy in stark terms, noting that they allow a man to simply say he feels like a woman today and enter the women's restroom, even if young girls or women are already in there. Target's policy is exactly how sexual predators get access to their victims, warns the petition. And with Target publicly boasting that men can enter women's bathrooms, well, where do you expect them to go? So is Target a Target? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That's the news! Now stay tuned after these brief messages for more Mr. Nelson Show. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Saturday, August 13, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. show at Atlantic City Comedy Club in the Playground Mall on the boardwalk behind Caesars Casino. See Joe Conti headlining with Matt Bridgestone hosting and other great comics. All in for some great ha-has and hee-hees. Head over to JoeConti.com and check out his calendar for tickets and more info. Thursday, September 8 at Punchline Philly. Go see There Goes the Neighborhood Comedy Tour with the Reverend Bob Levy. Doors open at 6.45 p.m. Showtime is 8 p.m. Call 215-606-6555 and head over to RevBobLevy.com for more info. Oh, man. I shouldn't have drank that extra lemonade. Jeez. Maybe there's a rest stop somewhere up here somewhere. Wait, what? There we go. What's this? It... Pissing shits. Yes, that's right. Whenever and wherever nature calls, you can answer her at Piss and Shits. 
Our bathroom facilities are second to none. And unlike most, we don't just have toilet paper, but butt wipes as well. Oh man, what a relief. What? It's a strange man staring at me from under the other stall. What? Who are you? Hello there. I'm former Senator Larry Craig. I just want to watch you pee. So when you're on the go, on the road, and you gotta go, try out pissing chits. And I'll be waiting for you. The Conti and Kenny Show goes international. Uh, I just want to let uh, Maroslav know that um, whatever they got in the Chernobyl water over there, mm-hmm. they're doing a great job because uh, nice. my Ruski uh, um, uh, girl at the liquor store, mm-hmm. um, it's honey. unfair. It's unfair. She's wearing stretchy pants constantly. She's a beautiful... You can tell she looks Russian or some somewhere around there. Ukrainian, something. It seems like that. Yeah. And... Uh, She's what a body this broad has on. I told on you. I can't. It's not Tell fair her we're anymore. We're going yeah. to a green card party, I, I, and we're we're giving. All you got to do is get a picture. I, of her. I, I really, I really am going to have to do something about this because um, I've had enough of it already. I, okay. I'm going to wait for her outside. Good. She's beautiful, and her body is just—it's all in the right place. That's nice. Oh that's, my that's a good, God! Good stalking I story yeah. so far. Way to go! And what I do is I—I'm going to wait for her outside. Yeah, club her over the head <laughs> with a Chernobyl fucking two fifty. I—I order stuff off the back shelf behind her, even if so, I don't. So, so she, she has to go around, and reach up for it. And yeah, and you can see. I'm her like, ass. yeah, I'll take one of those little airplane bottles of uh, um, um, rum chata. Right. The fuck is a rum chata? Yeah. Can I have a bottle of that quick glimpse? Yeah. Right over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a hiney. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, I want to bite it. So, uh, well done, uh, Russia. Ukraine. <laughs> Better figure out that Russia or Ukraine business there, Kenny, because the two countries are currently at war. <laughs> oh, well, better luck next time. Tune in to the Conti and Kenny Show. Find out all info at CNK Show on Twitter and the Conti and Kenny Show.com. When you're looking for something to tickle that funny bone, you can't go wrong from those lovely witty tweets from John Kinsel. <laughs> I found an old box with my ex-girlfriend's things in it. <laughs> I found a Courtney Love Pez dispenser <laughs> filled with clonopin. <laughs> and how about this number? Oh, man. As God is my witness, <laughs> I always thought... Jingleberries were part of the Captain Crunch franchise universe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and then there's this. (laughs) Here I am, sweating my ass off on the East Coast, because I always thought the AC button in my truck (laughs) stood for Alice Cooper. (laughs) Jeez Louise! (laughs) But wait, there's more. I like that new Scottish women's prison drama. Argyle is the new black. (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't, John. (laughs) Yes, I did. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) And guess what else? The John Kinsel tweets are a main feature on the Passive Aggressive Hour. Found on LaughCast.com. That's L-A-F-F cast.com 
Say, gang, want to help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Of course, you've heard my ads for my Society6 store and my Selfie store of all those hilarious little videos. Yes, 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 yes. Well, now there's another store uh, similar to the Society6 store, but some products are a little bit cheaper. And there's a few more, including the Mr. Nelson hat, Mr. Nelson t-shirts, several kinds of t-shirts, even the value t-shirt. And it's all at the Mr. Nelson store, courtesy of Zazzle.com. That's Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. So head over to the Mr. Nelson store and select some sort of apparel you can have. Yes, all different kinds of shirts, some of which are shirts that uh, represent some of the movies I did at my self store. Uh, some even represent the Bob Levy show. And for the ladies, yes, some little undergarments with my face on them. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, bumper stickers, posters, little buttons and pins, all that good stuff, and plenty of other kinds of shirts. Yes, and of course, like I mentioned, the value shirt at $14.95. It's a steal. Mm-hmm, yes. So head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's the underscore Mr. underscore Nelson underscore store. And by Mr., I just mean MR. Yes, 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 yes. It's just that simple. Yes, yes. So, please, uh, help me out, won't you? Thanks. Uh, this is Bubo from Night Night. Uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> Previously on Night Night, Commissioner Wetwin was awoken at three o'clock in the morning by Night Night to inform him that he had found a corpse in the dumpster outside the Pink Elephant's new nightclub. The corpse, as it would later be learned, was the body of the original owner of said nightclub. However, due to his manipulating the crime scene, Night Night has now brought suspicion upon him and must get rid of the evidence. Meanwhile, the commissioner, in his bed, is still pondering what he just heard. Uh, who was that? What? Uh, uh, it was just work, honey. Go on back to sleep. Oh, man. That damn night-night. What a horrific story. It's probably true. Or at least some of it is. I'd better go ahead and send some men out to the Elephant's Club. Meanwhile, parked outside Commissioner Wetland's home is a nondescript van with an antenna array on its roof and inside it. Did you get all that? Sure did, Mr. Wanker. Uh, that's one care. Huh? Never mind, let's hurry back to the studio. I've got to get this edited and ready for tonight's special bulletin now live. Hey, what's that van with the antennas on top of it doing in front of Commissioner Wetland's house? I don't know. Hey. What are those guys doing staring at that van in front of Commissioner Wetwood's house at 3.30 in the morning? I don't know. 
And now it's time for City City News Special Report Now Live. Because if it's not now, it's not live. Hello, I'm Winir Wancare. Tonight, we have a special story that takes an in-depth look at the costume vigilante known as Night Night and his possible relationship with the Cityopolis Police Department, in particular, Commissioner Whitman. Thanks to an anonymous tip, we have a recording that appears to be a phone conversation between Commissioner Whitman and Night Night. We must warn you that some of what's discussed on this tape is of an extremely graphic nature, so please be advised. Hello? It's Night Night. We've got incriminating evidence on the pink elephant. I found a dead body in the back of his club. Okay, I, I guess I'll send some people over there and... No need. We've already moved all the evidence here. <laughs> you did what? Well, we got the body over here at the night's lair and... Night, night! You're not supposed to fool around with evidence! It's against the law! <laughs> Wait a This is night, night you're talking to. You know what this looks like? It looks like you killed the man. Why wouldn't people just say that? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. You're the one with the body. Full of evidence that incriminates the elephant. Yeah, that could have been planted. And any gun the elephant had was probably stolen anyway. And everybody knows you've got motive to frame him. So, Cityopolis is left with some serious questions. Did Night Night plant evidence to frame the pink elephant? Did he even murder the original owner of Club Gentleman in order to set up the elephant? The family of the previous owner have been desperately trying to locate him to no avail. Has Night Knight's obsession with the pink elephant driven him to the extremes of murder simply because he can't accept the elephant's reformed status? We spoke to the pink elephant about this story earlier today. I, I, I just can't believe that someone would do this to me. I, I'm just a man trying to fulfill the American dream, you know what I'm saying? Now, 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 now I know some people will judge me because of my appearance, but I can't help that. I was dumped into a scalding hot chemical vat with this elephant mask on, and it melted onto my face. And guess who dumped me in that shit? That's right, Night Night. I mean, the man has had it in me from day one. I mean, all right, all right, all right, all right. I admit that I'd done some things in the past, but I had mental problems, you know what I'm saying? It was all mentally, you know what I'm saying? I just couldn't get out from under it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, with what night night hassling me all the damn day, but now I just want to make up for that by giving people a good time here at Club Gentlemen. But you know, it makes me wonder, it, it makes me wonder, how come Commissioner Wetwin was so cozy with Nat Nat on the phone? Indeed. Why was Wetwin so accommodating to the Night Knight? Is he, as the rumors say, in cahoots with Night Knight for some reason we know nothing about? As of airtime, the Commissioner's office declined to comment for this program. As for the Pink Elephant himself, I and several of my colleagues have frequented his new club and can say that it appears to be a fine establishment. We'll have more after this.
This has been City City News Special Report Now Live. Because if it's not now, it's not live. And in the night's lair. Well, the fan done hit the shit. What are you talking about, Smedley? Somehow the news managed to get a tape of you and Wet One on the phone from last night talking about that dead body you stole. What? Yeah, Night Night. They made you look like a murderer. <laughs> That's ridiculous. With that sinister music and black and white imagery, you gotta be guilty. No, Bobo. You're so easily duped. I never thought the media could stoop so low as to follow a narrative where the big elephant is a victim of me. Why, they've even turned my own partner against me. Oh man, the media never did like you. Now you was bringing Commissioner Whitman down with you. You done went too far this time. You need to start thinking about retirement. What? No. No, Smedley. I could never quit. My night crusade is a lifelong mission. What? Oh, man! Though the city may be fooled by the cheap media manipulations of trash like Wiener Waker, I must selfishly continue to serve them in protecting them from evil like the Pink Elephant. I know he's guilty. And if I must bear this burden alone, then the Night Knight will not shirk his duty! <laughs> duty! <laughs> Damn it, Boobo! Later at Pink Elephant's Club. Damn, Elephant, every night we're back. I ain't never seen no club do this well. That's cause them other clubs never had my secret ingredient. Secret ingredient? What do you mean? Well, I've been spiking the drinks with some of my Pink Elephant potions. And that shit's so damn addictive, they is hooked on the first drive. <laughs> damn, boss, what's in that stuff? It's just some of my hallucinogenic stuff, only a little watered down. Well, uh, what about side effects? Shit, I don't know. What do I look like, a doctor? All I know is his results. And this crowd is testimony to my success. You're a genius, boss. Yeah, no, wait, 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 look, look. There's my main man, Wiener Waker. Hey, Wiener. Hey, Wiener Waker. Uh, that's one ear, one care, Elephant. Yeah, whatever, Wiener. I wanted to thank you for that piece you did today. I mean, it was poetry, man, on there. And you know, poetry of the meaning. Defending my name against that damn night-night. Well, I, I only go where the truth leads me. Yeah, you know, Cityopolis is a victim of night-night, but I'm a victim of Cityopolis because society wronged me. Know what I'm saying? Now that I'm all rehabilitated, I don't need no harassment from that damn night-night and wet one. Wet one, he should have been captured in that cape three years ago. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I gotta go. You feeling all right, man? What? Uh, no, I, I, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, you have a good night, Wiener. I, I don't know what's come over me. But I just can't stand people calling me Wiener Waker. I'm one near one care. One near one care. Damn it! Hey, look, it's Wiener Waker from City City News. <laughs> What's his name? It's Wiener. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Waker, can I have your autograph? No, no, you may not. 
<laughs> come on. That story you did today had them city hall guys shaking like a dog shit and beet seeds. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll sign it. <laughs> Thanks, Wiener. It's, it's Wiener. All right, look. Look, everybody. It's Wiener Waker. <laughs> no. My name is Wiener One Care. Damn. Some people get a little celebrity and they become stuck-up assholes. I, I, I've got to get home. And so, City City Newsman Wiener Winker goes home only to find his wife greeting him at the door. Hi, Weenie. Had another long day today? <laughs> Shut up, you bitch! <laughs> That's it, I can't take it! I'm going to Mother's! <laughs> Dumb bitch. No one respects me. No one. No one honors me for the great newsman that I am. No, no. I, I've got to calm down. I'm having, having strange thoughts. I, I, I know. Uh, I'll watch some TV. When you need to be in the know, you know where to go. City City News with Wiener Wanker. Oh, damn them. Damn them! Damn them all! I'll show them! I'll show them all! And then they will know the name! Winner One Care! Later on the street in front of City City News Studios, within the building of KRAP TV. Hey man, you see that news story about the police being in league with Night Night? You mean the one from uh, Wiener Wanker? Yeah, <laughs> Wiener Waker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think I would have gone into the business of broadcast news if I had a name like Wiener Waker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what the hell? Damn, man. Were you shot? Yeah, but it it's shit. Huh? Oh, shit! Oh. Yeah, shit! Oh, God! Somebody's shooting the shit at us! <laughs> and the source of this rain of terror turds can be found atop the KRAP TV City City News building. Look at them. Look at them scurrying around like the ants they are. Ungrateful insects. Always shitting on me. Well, now I'm returning the favor. You hear that, world? You're being shit on by Wanir Wanker! Oh, no! Be there no end to this brown shower of doom? Find out in the next exciting episode of Night Night. been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you?
When you were a child, did you ever have nightmares about creepy old hags tormenting you? Well, then this short film just might have answers for you. The film Care of Hair and Nails is about some creepy old broad obsessed with personal hygiene. No, not her own, but the personal hygiene of children. Using her demonic powers of invisibility, she's determined to make children as obsessive as her. <laughs> Do enjoy, and remember to wash between meals, otherwise the old hag will get you. Once again, this riff of mine of this wonderful short film contains music by Kevin MacLeod, just like this ad does. So please download this cinematic treat for a mere 90 cents at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Selfie.com slash Nelson. On the Bob Levy Show, John Kinzel shares his percentage of conventional wisdom. It was a Three Stooges convention. Uh, right they're up, dead, aren't they? Yeah, but their their fans live on. <laughs> there's a, and there's that, and I think like Larry's grandson's going to be there and stuff like that. That's going to be fun meeting him. <laughs> <laughs> Larry finds grandson. John, do you ever wake up in the morning and just punch yourself in the face? <laughs> A seven-year-old guy going, hey, leave him alone. Why are you? Hey, what's the big idea? So this, uh, this Three Stooges one is coming up. It's the first one in like 25 years around here. And I went to it before, and I, I stood in line for 25 minutes to get Moe's son's autograph. Jesus fucking Christ. Right. And, and it was the Mo's guy. Son. Yeah. It, it, it was Moe's, the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> the guy that owns it. And I get right up to him, and he goes, I'm going to lunch. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, and there was like 35 people in line, and he just walked away. Right? And Did then I go to Pep Boys and get that Moe to sign something? <laughs> yeah. I, I, can get, I can get you Bob's big boy to sign you something. <laughs> Your debt certificate. There was a guy there named Dave Curly Knight, the man who would be curly. He makes a living as a professional curly impersonator. Wow, that must be exciting. I know, right? And, it's, and I, I laugh at how stupid all this shit is. I don't. No, you don't. You fucking go uh, there with a fucking so, boner. So, I, <laughs> so I when I uh, I go in the, into the bathroom and there's a Dave Curly Knight, the man who would be curly, in the bathroom. Did you look at his dick? No. He was in the bathroom mirror and go. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> he, was, he was putting Neosporin all over his face and Visine in his eyes because he kept posing for pictures and everybody had to grab him and punch him in the head like why you and smack him and at the end of the day his face is all covered in welts. But that's the price you be for being a professional curling impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> and he even sound like him too. He's like, hey Mo, well, what's going on, you? <laughs> You see, folks, your good friend John Kinsel attends crap like that so you don't have to. Tune in to The Bob Levy Show on RadioMisfits.com. And now, Nelson Studios presents A Labor of Obsession and a Colossal Waste of Time, Star Trucking, The Adventures of Bubba Stargon. Previously on Star Trucking, the crew of the Edsel were under attack 
from a fleet of space pirate ships, when suddenly a strange benefactor swooped out from the stars and saved them from the space pirates. As it turns out, this hero was none other than Bo Starkisser, who appears to be acquainted with the lovely reptilian Lear. Permission to come aboard? Dad, uh, well, you're here, so, uh, yeah. Oh, Bo! Reptilian, oh, darling, come here. Oh, when I'd heard that you went missing on Pluto, well, I feared the worst. You don't know how gratifying it was to receive Floyd's message from this vessel. Message? From that cat? You mean that cat went behind our backs and used our communication array to send out a message? I should have known we couldn't trust a cat. Now see here, if I had done that, we'd all be dead or worse. Uh, probably, uh, the space pirate bitches. Talking shut cat. your mouth, hairball chugger. Yeah, why don't you shut yours? Smells like you've been eating shit already. Now, 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 gentlemen, please, please. There's no call for all this. We're all in this together. Common enemies and all. Captain Stargon, I believe my crew has made repairs. We should be able to... Now, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Who are you and uh, how do you all know each other here? What's going on here? Oh, apologies, yes, yes, of course. Reptilian and I are childhood friends and more... Yes, we grew up together in the asteroid city of Pitrot. We spent most of our time together until that fateful day during the space pirate raid. Yes, I'm afraid I was abducted by space pirates. Oh, the suffering I was put through. Oh, dear. But I managed to escape, and with like-minded individuals, we formed a resistance, a network of resistance, against the corruption of the spaceways. And, of course, this led us into the knowledge of what the ruthless Martians are doing. I believe they are preparing for war against Earth. That's why they've captured your father, Reptilian, and forced him to work on a secret weapon. Floyd was always one of my agents. I sent him to watch over Reptilian, lest she fall in the hands of the Martians, who undoubtedly would use her fate to force Dr. Saurus Lear into doing their bidding. I suppose it was only destiny that we would be brought together out of all this misery, Reptilian. Oh, Boo. Yeah, that's... that's great. Uh, really brings tears to your eyes. Yes, Captain Stargon. You know, I suggest we all travel to the nearest Astrocosmo star stop and discuss our next plan of action. Hey, wait a minute, buddy. There's only one captain of the Edsel, and that's me, Bubba Stargon. So I make the decisions about where the Edsel goes. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. I, I apologize for being so presumptuous. Of course, you are, as you say, the captain. Yeah. Mr. Spud. Yeah, Plan a course to the nearest uh, Astrocosmo star stop where we can all uh, get together and uh, plan our next course of action. Okay, Bubba. Well, what's all this? The cast does seem to be growing. Find out in the next exciting episode of Star Trucking. segment I'm calling Coming Attractions, where I sit here and watch movie trailers and probably some teasers and trailers for TV shows and whatnot, and you listen to me do it. Eh, this ought to be fun. Oh, no, Lefty, 
Well, I need to keep you, you know, uh, normal and sane. Yeah. All right. Now, this one is actually the second trailer for the forthcoming superhero movie, Doctor Strange, who's this uh, magic man from the Marvel Comics universe. Uh, he'll be played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, you don't have to say it like that. He's a very distinguished actor. Yeah, because he's British. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. He's a fine actor. Uh, he was wasted on Star Trek and Into Darkness, which was a real stinker. But it wasn't his fault. But um, yeah, anyway, that's enough of that. So here we go. Doctor Strange. Let's take a look at this one. Doctor uh. Strange. My clean hands are important. You know how yeah. the world works. He's washing his hands. In a car accident. What if I told you? Uh, he's really screwed up there. Is one of many. Oh yeah, yeah. He's seen the Doctor Strange story. Uh, he's given. He's taught about the secrets of magic and stuff from the Ancient One, which was a Tibetan monk. And uh, yeah, yeah, monk, uh, not nun or anything. It was the guy. Well, they decided they didn't want to do that because uh, mentioning Tibet kind of pisses off the Chinese, and that's a big market. So they changed it. To, uh, she's some sort of Celtic wizard or something. Yeah, and it's a woman, uh, Tilda Swinton, which some people think she could go either way. <laughs> oh my God! Why do you have to do that? I just oh, but you have to ruin everything. Well, I thought that was the end thing. What? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so she's the ancient one here, and she trains him in his magic powers. Uh, Although she doesn't look all that Celtic, she looks like she's dressed up in some kind of Tibetan outfit. I, well, 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 uh, we'll wait and see. But anyway, uh, little changes they got to make here and there. Probably more to do with the Chinese market than uh, uh, PC sensibilities. But then again, hey, kill two birds with one stone. Your paranoia about uh, PC business is just—it's just really distracting. Anyway, it looks kind of cool, and like I said, Cumberbatch is a fine actor, and uh, I think this could be a winner. So I don't know. It looks like the sequel to Inception, if you see any of the scenes of uh, buildings collapsing in on each other and being mirrored, but uh, nevertheless, still, uh, pretty pretty cool looking. So, uh, it's won me over. I, I want to see this one. So that's uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, what's this, my mantra? The Wi-Fi password. <laughs> We're not uh, there's always a little bit of humor, isn't it? Yeah. All right, November 4, get ready for Doctor Strange. Oh, well, uh, speaking of uh, Cumberbatch, and I mentioned that he was in that Star Trek movie. Uh... Well, there's a new Star Trek TV series coming, uh, but you'll only be able to see it when you go to the CBS All Access uh, online uh, television service. I guess it's going to be their version of Netflix. Anyway, they gave a little teaser where uh, here it is, and uh, looks like an asteroid. It's just a big rock. And that's what an asteroid is, Lefty. <laughs> And uh, here we have the starship inside the asteroid with some sort of space station built into it. And it looks like they're, yeah, they're firing up this new spaceship. But it's not the Enterprise. It's called Discovery. That'll be the title of the show, Star Trek Discovery. 
Now, uh, some significant note here. The design of this particular spaceship uh, matches a design that uh, Ralph McQuarrie, a concept artist, who is famous because he came up with the designs for uh, Star Wars. He came up with all that stuff, Darth Vader and all that. And at the time, they, uh, Paramount wanted to do their Star Trek movie, so they kind of hired him to do some concept drawings of a new Enterprise. And the design you see in this Star Trek Discovery is pretty much the design he came up with. Uh, they didn't use it, but uh, I guess they're going to make use of it now. So there it is, Star Trek Discovery. I've got no interest in this. Uh, you know, I'll wait and see more, but, uh, yeah, coming to CBS All Access, eh, it just doesn't sound like anything I'm interested in. So, yeah, I could be wrong, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Meanwhile, uh, after a Batman versus Superman movie, uh, we got to get into the Justice League. And the first trailer from that has been released. A lot of superhero stuff. Well, that's the genre now. Used to be westerns, then it was sci-fi. Now it's superheroes. Comes to this village from the sea. People are hungry. Brings fish. Yeah, fish. Apparently, Aquaman is a fish delivery man, and Bruce Wayne goes looking for him. And there he is. He's Khal Drogo from Game of Thrones. Talk. You know, when, I, I thought Aquaman was a blonde-headed guy in a yellow shirt, but anyway, now he's Conan the Barbarian, uh, who uh, stranger. fishes a lot. Others like him. So, Batman's recruiting other superheroes for the Justice League. Now, uh, Bruce Wayne has a beard. He's going to need to shave that. Oh, he did. All right. Because uh, like, you put a mask a on and that beard comes out, you're going to know who it is, huh? <laughs> so uh, then he meets Barry Allen the Flash. And once again, Barry Allen is played by a young teenage hipster, just like on the TV show. So we got that. And again, n n uh, another blonde character, but he's not blonde. More or less. He said no. He said no. Look, man, I don't know who you are, but whoever he's you're Batman. Whoa, he threw the Batarang. But of course, this is the Flash. So he can just move out of the way. And there's your cool scenes of lightning and the slow motion to show that he's fast, which is always weird. They learned that from the $6 million man. And there you go. Why would he throw that at him? Just because he's a elitist rich fuck? Yeah, that's why. That feels like an oversimplification. I'm putting together a team. People yeah. special abilities. Yeah, the Flash, in a lot of these characters, they, they want that nerdy Peter Parker type uh, character prototype, you know? And uh, he wasn't, at least from what I remember in the Flash comics, but uh, this is what he is now. Can I keep this? Yeah, he's a nerd. And there's Batman and Wonder Woman and Cyborg. I heard about you. Didn't think you were real. I'm real and it's useful. You didn't think he was real? I mean, look at you. You're a robot man. Oh well. Anyway, Justice League. Curry. I hear you can talk to fish. 
<laughs> hey, Wonder Woman, this guy's into tuna. <laughs> oh my God, you gotta do that. You gotta be so crude and nasty and, and yeah, misogyny, misogyny, misogyny. Yeah, well, uh, this uh, trailer is horrible. It does not win me over at all, but let's hope that it's uh, misleading. <laughs> uh, they're trying to be funny and it, it falls flat. Um, Hopefully there's not too much of that in there, but uh, we'll see. It's not because I'm going to see it. It's one of those where I'm just going, going to, even though it might be against my better judgment. But um, yeah, I'll probably pass on the Star Trek thing, but I won't, probably won't pass on this. But uh doesn't look good to me. Yeah. It's just because it has a diverse cast and that bothers you. I never even mentioned that, you idiot. I think you have a problem with, uh, with Cyborg because he's black. No. See, the thing about Cyborg here is that he's an original character. I mean, in the comic books, he was originally in another team and all that, but they kind of shuffle it around because, yes, they want to have a black character, but at least they did it this way. They didn't change Batman to black guy or Flash black guy. No, they went and got a character who was always black, a superhero on his own right with his own story, and I'm fine with that. In fact, I applaud it. So uh, I've got no problem with Cyborg being there. Uh, it's not the usual story that they had, but so what? You know, uh, it, it, it'll, it'll work out. I still think you're, yeah, yeah, shut up. All right. Uh, up next, uh, speaking of, uh, the, uh, Justice League, there's going to be Wonder Woman. And boy, after watching the, uh, Batman versus Superman, uh, Ultimate Edition, which I do recommend it, uh, the, the cut, that cut of the movie is better than the one that was in the theater because uh, it explains a lot more that's uh, kind of missing. It's still weak, prim primarily because of the Lex Luthor uh, portrayal, although some of the extras kind of explained it a little bit better. And I, I mean, I got what they were trying to do, but I just I, I didn't think it worked out. Maybe maybe he'll be a little different in uh, future films, but uh, wasn't a fan of that version of Luthor. Anyway, uh, there's... Interesting things about that movie, but it's not very solid like the Marvel movies or the Captain America movies, which was, uh, I mean, this year the Captain America movie was the best of the superhero movies. Um, so, but, uh, I do recommend it. Now the extras in there, <laughs> it's just a lot of claptrap. I mean, it's Wonder Woman stuff. They would spend 30 minutes saying the same thing over and over again. She's a feminist icon, feminist icon, feminist icon. She's beautiful, sexy, yet powerful and strong. And I mean, over and over again, you didn't really learn any anything about the character where you got a little bitty tidbits here and there about, you know, her origin and, you know, the clay figure and all that. But virtually nothing else. I mean, no real inkling of what, what this was going to be. I mean, now a lot of people know already, but still. I mean, <laughs> this preachy PC crap, it's terrible. So uh, a lot of the extras are just not worth the trouble. Um, so anyway, Wonder Woman finally gets her own movie. Uh, I haven't seen her since uh, Linda Carter's TV show. So let's see what we got here. That's a beach. It's Captain Kirk. I mean, Chris Pine. Playing Steve Trevor, I assume. Yeah. And he lands on. You're a man. Yeah. Paradise Island with Wonder Woman. An island inhabited by super powered super bottles. 
Yeah, that's that. the problem. The body image there is going to be hard for girls to live up to. Yes, yeah, another thing they said in the extras on the Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. She's magic and immortal. Nobody's going to measure up to that. Oh, jeez. Some of these people overthink this crap. It's just about her going on an adventure. She's going to fight monsters and bad guys and stuff. Now, anyway, Wonder Woman uh, was a story that was set during World War II. But this movie, they want to set her during World War I. Uh, the only thing I can conclude here is that they didn't want to look like too much of a copy of uh, Captain America. So I guess that's why they're doing that. So... Well, that's neat. <laughs> There's the comedy. Uh, so there's a lot of Xena-looking stuff, but uh, eventually she gets in her, you know, her red and blue suit, which you're used to. A uh, little little making out with Chris Pine here, and uh, World War One, which almost nobody knows about. So there is something to be said for that because uh, nobody knows jack squat about World War One unless you're a history nut like me. So there's that. Although. You know, I like the original story where she's in World War II, but nevertheless, eh, you could probably make this work. Yeah, I can do this. The action scenes look really good. Her lasso looks cool. Uh, and even though she, yeah, does look like a supermodel, uh, it, the superpowered stuff, it, it, she sells it. She did well in the uh, Batman and Superman movie. And you got a lot of slow motion matrix action stuff. But, uh, it, you know, I think it works. She's fighting German soldiers, but they're not Nazis yet. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this one I, uh, I'm going to say I like better the, than the Justice League one. This one uh, looks pretty good. So uh, a little a little, little jazz for Wonder Woman here. It's Etta Candy. I'm Steve Trapper's secretary. What is a secretary? I go where he tells me to go, and I do what he tells me to do. Oh, well, where I'm from, that's called slavery. Oh, thank you, girlfriend. Oh, You're so right. Yes. Yes. You know what, Nelson? I totally believe, uh, agree with you. So, yes, I'm, I'm jazzed for this one, too. Finally, a feminist hero. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman, I, I say looks good. And looking forward to that one. But, you know, they could have set her in uh, modern times if they didn't want to do the World War II thing. Because uh, there is a, a culture that treats women like shit. And it's also uh, producing a serious uh, militaristic threat against the United States. What? I don't know. What, what are you talking about? I mean, Germany's my friend. I'm not talking about Germany. Well, not Japan. No, no, no. Not Japan. What? Russia again? Come on. No. China? No. No. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Never mind. Oh my God. Oh, always with you and the Muslims, Mr. Nelson. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, speaking of feminist heroes, like we uh, started the show out with, Hillary Clinton will be the first woman uh, of a major party, meaning either a Democrat or Republican, to run for president. So that's something. Well, here's a little mo movie that might catch you up on Hillary and better yet, the entire history of her party. What? Really? Who yeah. are these Democrats? That's a good question. Oh, my God. Dinesh DeSouza. Oh, how can you trust a man who betrays his whole culture by embracing conservative right-wing ideologies? 
Yeah, that's right, Lefty. Uh, people of brown skin can't be Republicans, huh? My Dinesh D'Souza was sentenced on Tuesday to spend eight months. He's a criminal. He broke the law. Uh -huh. It all began when the Obama administration tried to shut me up. No gangs. They should have. You see, all Citizens time. United made movies like this happen. That was so horrible. Yeah, if you're going to bitch about Citizens United, uh, you know, you need to uh, explain why Michael Moore can make his anti-Bush movies, but Citizens United can't make its anti-Hillary movies. It's time to go behind the curtain. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. Discover the soul. Dinesh does really great with these films. And this is a story long in the telling. 50 lashes. Yeah, that's right. The Democrats were the party of slavery. <laughs> and the Confederacy. Democrats yes. That's right. <laughs> and they wrote Jim Crow laws. All that segregation. Democrats. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Ku Klux Klan. Democrats. Yeah. Democratic Party. Why has all this been swept under the rug? To cover the tracks of the Democratic Party. Oh my God! And we're not even talking about no, ancient that, history. But, Racism continued well into the 20th century. But, that as long as a black man continue uh, to uh, ravage our white women, what, we will continue to live. Oh my God! Yeah, Woodrow Wilson, perhaps the most wicked man to ever serve in the presidency. Plantation politics. The Democrats also a Democrat. To enslavement. What? Big city slavery is a slave bit, isn't it? Yeah, you're not understanding what he means. No, oh, I don't understand any of this, because I think it's all propaganda. The most merciful thing that a large family does to but, one of its infant members is to kill it. Oh, what Nazi bitch would say that? Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood. What? That's right. Yes. No, government belongs to us. We don't belong to it. What? what? We're all what in the same. What? Oh, what is that supposed to be Bill Clinton with whores? Oh, oh, here we go again. Sex, sex, sex. That's what all you people want to talk about. The Democratic Party is to steal the most valuable what? thing the world has ever produced. No, Hillary's trying to make the world better. I, uh, oh, my God. What if their plan is to steal America? Oh, look at this. Like she's... With Hitler again, oh please, please, this is outrageous. Uh, yeah, well, who will stop them now? Well, I guess it's up to us. Donald Trump, is that it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's well. What are you gonna do? But uh, yeah, he says, uh, uh, "What if the Democrats' plan is to steal America?" <laughs> it's not their plan because that's their old plan. They've they've already done it. <laughs> oh, please. Paranoia. Demogreg. It's just terrible. Uh, everything he puts in that film is true. I already know this story. I have not seen the film, but for just looking at the trailer, uh, from Andrew Jackson on down, the Democratic Party's got a whole lot of crap and skeletons in the closet to answer for. And they never do. Uh, most people are completely ignorant of its tortured, racist, criminal past. Um... But uh, this film should inform you. His previous two films touched on these stories as well. Uh, so I highly recommend it, especially for uh, the political season that we're in. Oh, good fun, good fun. So treat yourself and go see Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party.
in theaters now. Also, on the side note, uh, if you want to see a movie that get, delves into Hillary, uh, Clinton Cash uh, by Peter Schweitzer. You can see it for free on YouTube at the Breitbart channel. So I recommend that. Of course you would. Right-wing propaganda crap. And that's Lefty's comment. And so that brings a close to this edition of Coming Attractions. Whenever I collect some more trailers, we'll do it again. But it also brings it to a close. This episode of The Mr. Nelson Show. Good night, everybody. Views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. And Hillary had him eating out of her hand like a hungry puppy. Yeah, it's a sad thing to see someone who doesn't stand on principle. Unlike Ted Cruz. What? Oh, hell no! Lying Ted! Lying Ted!